Uh, it's going to be a uh, picture and audio. Like we'll we'll put this on our YouTube a little bit later if that's cool. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Okay. I took a shower just for you guys, so. Oh, I didn't. Nice, solid. <laughs> I I was like dry shampoo, fix it, put the stuff done. I and you know what? Like, there you go. It looks great on oh. you, but oh, some of us need more than that to look. Yeah, look it's the good. short hair. Like if you've got the short hair, the dry shampoo, perfect. Long yeah. hair, I'm sure it does nothing yeah. at all. Nothing. Josh, until they invent smell-o-vision, you're golden. You don't have to oh. shower to do podcasts. There yeah, you you're perfect. Yeah, you don't want to be in here. It's a, I'm, just, I'm just taking lessons from you, that's all. There you when go. I start a podcast, I'm be like, this was inspired <laughs> by Josh. Exactly. I have for a very long time. And like up up here above the waist, it looks professional. I am wearing uh, basketball shorts underneath and no socks because that's how we roll. That's the way to do it. Gotta exactly. stay comfortable. Oh, always, <laughs> always. What's up, fandom? I'm Josh. And I'm Meg. And today we have a very special guest. We have Brainy Rodriguez. What's up? Hey. Um, and yeah, this is the we're gonna be talking some uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous season three. And we're gonna be talking about some rainy stuff, because you know we've got her on, so might as well talk about rainy stuff. Ooh, I'm very excited about that. I know a little bit about some rainy stuff. Um, so what's your favorite type of cloud? Is it the cumulonimbus? Because I mean when the rain comes from the Never mind. Sorry, it's bad. It's terrible, terrible joke. Um, so today, <laughs> let's, let's, first off, uh, Rainy, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here. Oh, no problem at all. Um, if you wouldn't mind, just you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Rainy Rodriguez. I'm originally from Bryan, Texas, but now I live in Los Angeles. And I voice Sammy Gutierrez on Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Nice. Oh, okay. So now another fun one. Um, hobbies, favorite movie. What's like, what, what's, what's your favorite meal? We want, we want all the good juicy details. Okay, here we go. Uh, favorite movie is the wizard of Oz. My favorite meal would have to be, I have a couple of different ones. Um, if I'm going to go like out to eat, it's going to have to be like sushi. Um, if I cook here, it's going to be my spaghetti. If my mom cooks, it's going to be her chalupas. And if my brother cooks, it's going to be his hibachi. Nice. Uh, <laughs> what, what type of hobbies do you have? Like, do you like yeah. to read? Like, Yeah, so I love to read. I love to watch movies and television all the time. And I love to just sit and listen to music and daydream. That's like my favorite thing ever. I love music. And I love playing with my dog as well. She's nice. my absolute favorite. <laughs> nice. Um, so... Uh, since 2020 was such a crazy year, what has the transition been like, like going from, you know, going into studio and recording stuff as opposed, and now, you know, being at home and doing it. So how, how has, has that been difficult, a uh, difficult transition for you to do? It's been different. That's for sure. It was a little difficult at first, just because in the sense of like recording voiceovers at home, you're literally the sound tech, the engineer, the actor, the director, the one that has to edit it. Like you're doing all this stuff to send it off to them. And that at first was a little difficult just because I'm not as tech savvy as I should be. Uh, so my brother really had to help me out a lot. Uh, shout out to my brother Rico. Um, he really had to help me out a lot, teach me how to like sign on to Zoom and then get like my Audacity program going and then pull my script up and then make sure the microphone's plugged in and set up the proper... Um, zones that it needs to be at and all that good stuff and then I'm actually in my recording booth now so my mom we built a recording booth in the middle of our living room out of furniture moving blankets and PVC pipes 
And mm-hmm. so this is what I've been recording in, which is awesome. So it's just in the middle of the living room. And so, uh, yeah, so this has been nice to have like a little booth to like, okay, I'm going to go to work now. And I go from my bedroom and I just walk a couple of feet and go into my booth. And then I'm in here for a couple hours and then, all right, I'm done with work. And I just come out and I'm in the living room now. So it's really nice to have that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting to go from having in the studio, like surrounded by my co-stars and our director and our writer and, you know, people from DreamWorks and, and have everybody there to everybody's online now. I feel like more people can join, which is good because sometimes it's harder to like meet at a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do miss the interaction between us, but I'm, I'm a people person and I'm a, I'm a talker. So when we all record like cast groups together, we're like DMing each other through the Zoom chat making each other laugh while somebody else is recording. So it's, it's been, uh, it's been good. It's a good transition for sure. I'm ready to get back into the studio though, but I'm glad that we're all doing it safely from home and everyone can stay safe and healthy and whatnot. So it's different for sure, but I I don't mind it. Have you had any like tech snafus or like things you've definitely had to redo like lost files, stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. Everybody. Yeah. So a little bit, a little bit of all that actually. So I live out in the country in Texas. And um, so our Wi-Fi is kind of shaky. So mm-hmm. every now and then when I record, the Wi-Fi will cut in and out. So like sometimes I'll be in the middle of a line and the Wi-Fi will just go away. And then it'll take me like two minutes to like reload it back up and then like log back into the Zoom. And uh, and so everyone will just laugh because they're like, one time I actually was recording this like really great Sammy moment. It was emotional. It was awesome. And I was really taking my time with it. Cause that's, you know, what we had discussed it was going to be. And like, right as I was about to say, like my final line, that's when my internet cut out. So everyone just oh. thought I was taking a really long, dramatic pause. Um, they just thought I was like really feeling it, but it turned out my Wi-Fi just went out. <laughs> so that happened. Um, I did accidentally um, mislabel a file. So I couldn't find it in my computer for a while. So I actually ended up just recording it real quick because I kind of remembered the notes. So I just kind of did it real quick and sent it off and hoped it went well. Uh, the Wi-Fi thing is the big one though. Like the, yeah. uh, the, and I did the, yeah. So sometimes that'll happen or I won't get the notes. Like they'll be like, that was great, Rainy. Let's do this next take and really do the thing. Because for Sam, she, and then the, all right. So whenever you're ready, just begin. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So sometimes I'll ask to repeat it and sometimes I'll just go for it and see if that's what they wanted. <laughs> like do the, the exact same time, the exact same line, the exact same way. And be like, that's perfect. We're like, I had a feeling it was. <laughs> exactly. A lot of times when we do voiceovers, you'll take a line and you'll do it three times in a row. So an A, B and C take. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try to do every single one very, very differently. So they have different options to choose from. And if they're like, yeah, let's go again. And you know, just so now I'll just try to think of like three different things. So if the Wi-Fi will go out in the middle of a note, I'll either just stop and go, okay, I'm so sorry. Repeat that, please. Or I'll go, oh, I think I have an idea. I'm just going to shoot for it and see what happens. It's a risk, but sometimes it pays off. <laughs> um, So uh, you, you said that you guys have uh, like you like when you're doing like Zoom meetings and stuff like that, you guys are like chatting. Do you guys have like little like crew or like cast like, you know, get togethers where you're just like, hey, we're going to get on Zoom and, you know, just kind of hang out with the all of your castmates um no we only do that when we're uh, working that's our that's our zoom party get together <laughs> it shouldn't be when we're working but that's when we decide at the same time hey let's all chat while everybody else is working uh no we have a group chat uh, a group text so that's really fun to get to talk to one another in our group text and we talk about the premiere and 
you know, recording sessions and how our days are going and if somebody's birthday and that kind of thing. Uh, we haven't done a Zoom meeting yet, which I feel like now we should. I'm going to bring that up because mm -hmm. that's actually, that's a smart idea because I'm sure that um, DreamWorks would like for us to just work when we're working. <laughs> Maybe. It's funny because like the chat, like everybody can see it if we do like to everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, you know, if Meg was doing something and me and Josh were like chatting, like we could see each other's reactions and we're laughing, but like Meg is probably like, why are they laughing? And what are they, are they, what's going on? So that's mm -hmm. kind of what it, what it is like. We also like to change our names on Zoom. Oh, all the time. And that's mm -hmm. the funniest thing to us is to change our names in the middle of the Zoom and like make it something crazy or weird. And then sometimes we'll change the names and use everybody's same name. So like uh, we all were Sean Gambroni at one time during our recording <laughs> session. So then um, when they were trying to like get a hold of us, like they're like, okay, and wait, everyone, everyone says Sean. And then we would like turn our headphones <laughs> off. So then you really can't tell who's who. Those are the kind of things we'd like to do. <laughs> nice, solid. That's, yeah. that's a fun, a that, that sounds fun. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of laughs for sure. That's why they book like four hours at a time because we have a lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. Oh man. Okay, you guys ready to talk about uh, some uh, Camp Cretaceous? I'm always I'm ready. So All right. Uh, now, Meg. Uh, so, so Rainy. So, Rainy, you you play Sammy, um, and Meg also worked on the show. What What did you do, Meg? I uh, I'm a storyboard artist on the show. So, like, That's I amazing. you voice act Sammy, and I get to like art act Sammy. I love that. That's so animation is such a huge, important part of the show. Obviously. It's so much fun. Yeah. But it's like, what an amazing, amazing job. That's so awesome. And then I get to watch. That's, I, I don't work at DreamWorks. I just, I get, to, I get to watch it. I mean, and yeah. Some would argue that's, if not more important than our job, because if you don't watch it, we don't get to make a show. There you go. Yeah. So, like, word of mouth is the most effective way to spread the news about something. So, Josh, yeah. you're the real hero. Oh my gosh, yeah. guys! I'll take Never. that, Emmy. <laughs> Josh gets the gold star. <laughs> like, I'm I'm happy with that. Um, okay, so uh, we're gonna try and go uh, non-spoilery. If yes. stuff slips out, it slips out. But we're gonna try and keep it as non-spoiler as we can, uh, so that way when you guys watch everything on Friday. Or this weekend, you can go no spoilers-ish. Yeah. If stuff slips out, it gets snipped out. We'll fix yeah. it in editing. There you go. And you'll never know, guys. You'll never know. Exactly. You have no idea. Like, there were 45 minutes before this where we just, you guys will <laughs> never hear it. You'll never hear it. I mean, we said a lot of stuff. But you it's know what? so That's much. Right. You guys just have to wait now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, the, the wonderful blurb I have for season, for season three, it almost is spoilery, like just the press blurb. I'm like, oh, okay. But this is what, I mean, okay. Um, still stranded on the Island. The campers uncover more details of Dr. Wu's secret research and must quickly take their fate into their own hands with a dangerous plan to leave Isla Nubar behind for good. But when a tropical storm delays their departure, a lethal new threat quickly closes in on the campers, placing their escape, as well as their lives, in extreme peril. Whoa. I mean, yes. basically. I mean, it's like, well, they, they've been in extreme peril. They're on an island full of dinosaurs. I mean, that's kind of like a... We're children with no adult 
Yeah, we're children with no adult supervision on an island full of dinosaurs. Exactly. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, uh, so yeah, we're like dinosaurs. Am I right? No, I got that one. Um, so a, a lot of stuff happens this season. Like there's, there's a new threat that the group encounters, um, friendships are tested, other things happen. So like uh, just a bunch of craziness happens, uh, this season. Um, what, what, what were some of your favorite, uh, favorite things, uh, this season, Rainy? Well, I feel like it's really, really nice when you have different pairs of the kids that kind of, uh, get to interact more together mm-hmm. um, without giving too much away. That gets to happen between Sammy and Kenji. They're, you know, arguably two of the biggest goofballs that just love life, but getting them together and having nice um, deep moments with each other are really sweet, as well as Sammy and Yaz gets to bond a little bit more as well. Um, you know, they, they've had a rocky relationship from the start of, you know, Yaz feeling betrayed because of Sammy and her, and, you know, her sort of double crossing camp rotations and, then, you know, them realizing they got to work together. And now in season three, something happens to Sammy, a, a sort of an event that will tug at the heartstrings for sure and brings the kids together for Sammy, as well as Sammy, not only is she the nurturer of the group, but we get to see her this season be fiercely protective. I mean, we've definitely seen her be strong, but this season it's put to the test big time, especially mm-hmm. because back home in Texas, you know, her family's there. And that was one of her big reasons of why she even came to Camp Cretaceous is to protect her family back home. And that's going to be tested as well and brought to light even more. So I feel like for Sammy, there's a lot of good, a lot of good meat and potatoes for her of, of essentially like, you know, her going through these roller coaster of emotions throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the big Sammy event episode. Uh, that's my favorite episode of the season. Thank you. Thank you. It was really, really fun to voice without giving too much away. Um, when I read it, I immediately was just in awe of, of the writing. And I know the animation itself, bringing it to life was just even more beautiful. And, and I don't know, you really feel for these characters. They're cartoons. Yeah. Like you feel for them. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and, and we're in our booth recording them. We're bringing all that emotion that we possibly can and, and taking our time with it and really just, you know, drawing it out and feeling those things and recording with one another and, having those moments, it's really special. So to be able to have that and, and the everyone gets to see it this season, I'm really excited. This season by far, I think it's my favorite so far. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like th- they so pack cool. so much, so much into 10 episodes this season. Like this season is very packed full of everything. And, yes. and yeah, what you said, like it's a credit to the writing and a credit to all of your acting that you guys put so much into this, that it makes us uh, as, as watchers, um, it like really helps us feel and we're like, oh yeah, this, that's how, you know, you've got good drama and you've got a good story mm-hmm. and you guys are just, you know, knocking it out of the park, which you've been doing uh, since season one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're, I'm, I'm incredibly lucky to be a part of this franchise. Like this is like a huge dream come true for me. So to be here in this moment, like talking about it and I don't know, it's, I still get excited when I see like the toys at Target or I see like the posters and the billboards and, you know, the, I hear kids talking about it. Like it gets me so excited to be a part of this franchise. So to be able to, in general, just bring to life all the episodes that they write out for us and all the beautiful animation that's drawn, to be able to just add a small part of that, of our voices to it, is just a huge dream come true, for sure. Oh my gosh, merch, toys, 
I like, I love that. So my, my sister's got me the Indominus. It's very small. It's, it's poorly lit, but here it is in like the back of my zoom. And I love uh, uh, we're starting to see Camp Cretaceous merch show up in the universal parks and I haven't gone yet, but there's some keychains. Yeah. There's some keychains that I definitely want to have for myself to say like Camp Cretaceous on them. Of and course, all the t-shirts are for like infants. Yeah. But would maybe fit my cats. Hey, pillows. You just cut those out and you pillows. make pillows oh, out of them. Oh, that's smart. There you go. That is yeah. smart. Right, right when the, the show was going to premiere, I went online and I just like started like looking up if there was like merch out yet. And there were some shirts that I found, I think on Amazon. And so I ordered like a buttload of shirts for my entire family. I'm a, uh, we're a family of nice. seven. So I got every single person a shirt. And then my mom surprised me by renting out the theater here in Texas. Cause obviously it premiered during big time quarantine. So mm-hmm. we, uh, rented out the theater and had a private screening and we watched the last four episodes of season one on the big screen. And that was a big surprise. So getting to see that on like a huge theater screen was so awesome. And now my youngest nieces and nephews, um, in particular, the two of them, Roy Amos and Bella, they're both four. They are obsessed with the show and everything about the show. So any type of merch, any dinosaur they see, they just automatically associate it with Camp Cretaceous, even if Mm -hmm. it's not the brand but they're like it's one goes it's rainy's dinosaur show and the other one goes no it's camp cretaceous so it's like they love it so much that's awesome it's adorable uh <laughs> my mom cannot pronounce cretaceous uh so it's been called camp crustaceous at our house for for a long time yeah my but, grandma yeah. says cretaceous sometimes yeah uh, that's okay it's all right i mean it's 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 it it's fun to do, but it is a slip of the tongue. Like we had Aaron and Scott on for season one and wow. I was, I was like camp Cretation. And I was like, I'm messed up. And like, I was just like, Oh, it's not actually that, but it could be, it, it could it be could all be. about fish. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> camp Poseidon. Oh camp. wait, that's Percy Jackson. Never yeah, mind. I take it different, back. <laughs> we, can't, we can't do camp half blood. That's different <laughs> yeah, series, yeah. different show. Different whole different uh, range of powers. I mean, guys, mm-hmm. we're just some normal mm-hmm. kids that our, our superpowers in, in Camp Cretaceous are really just our agility and our uh, our strength to be able to keep running as mm-hmm. long as we do. The amount of show. stamina that these I, kids have, I'm like, when I when I was a wee child, when I was, when I was you know, the camper's age, I'd be like, no, no, like, I'd be uh, gone. Like, dude, just eat me at this point. Like, we're done. Like, Mind you, Sammy does all this in cowboy boots. Yeah. I don't know how that have, I couldn't survive in that. Homegirl wears cowboy, like she started with a leather jacket and the first episode of season one, and we never saw the leather jacket again because why, why? Yeah. Jacket and cowboy boots in the jungle. What is this girl thinking? Like, well, I mean, it's not like somebody's wearing a hoodie the entire time in the jungle. That would be crazy as well. So yeah, uh, I feel like Darius and Sammy both like made the proper choice to take off their long sleeves, but like Kenji and Brooklyn are still being very stubborn about it. Yeah, I mean that Brooklyn is probably like a, a Gucci top or something like Coco mm-hmm. Chanel. Oh yeah, it's like that's like a seven hundred dollar hoodie. She's not <laughs> taking that off. Like she's like, guys, it's my own Brooklyn merch. Okay, it's my Brooklander Brooklyn merch. I'm I'm constantly advertising. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like one of the main focuses this season is about getting off the island, which I don't know why. Um, I've still yet to figure out why they want to leave. Um, it's so nice there. Haven't you seen the watering hole? Right? It's gorgeous. The watering hole looks great. 
just the weather alone is so great. <laughs> not a, anything at all. They've got a cool treehouse. I wouldn't want to leave. But um, so what What are kind of some some of uh, Sammy's thoughts uh, about going? You kind of addressed it earlier, but what are some of Sammy's thoughts this season about trying to get back home? I mean, I think for Sammy, she and, and she touched upon it in season one that she left without even telling her family that she was going to leave. You know, she sort of confesses to the group that they're not the ones that sent her. She was the one that came on their behalf. And that's, again, brought up in season three of like, of her wanting to get back to them to protect them, but then realizing that things on the island, she could use that to her advantage to also protect them. And so that might be something that she looks into more with Brooklyn this season, which is really nice. Like I said, the different pairings are great. I mean, we saw in the trailer, her and Brooklyn were watching Dr. Wu's videos, you know, on E750, which is super mysterious. And, and their panic, it, the next scene, they're literally panicking about how they have to get off the island right then and there. And I think that's super ominous and scary on like, you know, what did they see in those videos? That's what I can't wait for fans to see is what we saw in those videos of why we need to get off the island. And then at the same time, it's like, Sammy wants to protect her family back home and her family at camp. So she just has a lot on her mind this season. This season, she's carrying everybody on her shoulders. She's like, mm -hmm. I'm taking everybody, my family back home and my family here that that'll be a fun a fun a fun episode hopefully down the line like we've got sammy and she's like she's like bringing everybody back like on the show she's like Ugh. she's yeah. like she i mean she's carrying the whole show basically so yeah, it's like she just brings everybody. everybody back yeah exactly. she's the she's the heart of the camp family yeah camp fam for life and that's funny because in season one she says that a lot like camp fam camp fam and then i started saying it more like in person. And so now in our group texts, we'll, we'll say that, like everyone will say it now. It's a thing that everybody, and if you watch all the interviews now, everybody says camp fam, camp fam for life, because that's what, ultimately that's what the show is all about is, is bringing mm -hmm. these kids with totally different backgrounds. They probably would not hang out in real life. They don't even live near each other. So, so different. And then they come to camp Cretaceous and they're put in this situation where it's either, you know, survive and adjust or not survive. So it's like, you know, you have no choice but to partner up with these random kids around you and hopefully that, you know, hope that you guys survive till the end. And so it's really nice to see everybody with all their different thoughts and points of views come together and try to make it off the island. I feel like every season that's the goal. Um, and this season, especially where, you know, we, we showcase in the trailer, there's even more danger coming. And now we really, really have to bond together and use our brains and get off the island. Cause that mm -hmm. little rap in the beginning clearly did not <laughs> uh, work. So <laughs> it was so hard. It was a good raft. Well, and what made me laugh was at the end of season two, um, my nieces and nephews were watching it with me and they were like screaming at the TV. They're like, there's a raft, there's a raft. Like, can't they use the raft? Because like at the end we didn't end up using it. Like we never like, mentioned it again and mm -hmm. then when i showed them the season three trailer then we're on the raft they're like finally okay about <laughs> and then they saw like the big wave and they're like no these kids can't catch a break i'm like i know I they really can't the, no. it, the no. tagline these kids can't catch a break jurassic world <laughs> and cretaceous <laughs> there you go yeah um so what would you like to see for sammy and uh the other kids going forward Ooh. um 
I would like to see moments where they get to be kids for a second and get to like, I don't know, like dwell in, in the fact that they're on Isla Nublar with dinosaurs. And, you know, I think we saw a little bit of, of Darius sort of taking his little notes in season two of, you know, watching them at the watering hole and, and going up into trees and watching the dinosaurs, how they roam and things like that. And I would love to see the kids take more of an interest in that. Uh, Sammy already loves animals. She's made that very clear. And she has a way with dinosaurs. In season one, we saw her uh, talk to the Triceratops into helping her get out Brooklyn and, and Darius. But I feel like um, I, I would love to see her interact more with the animals, get all the kids to interact more. I would love to see them cook a dinner <laughs> to see how they like eat, how they get the berries and the fishes and all that kind of stuff. I would love yep. to see that. I'm always curious about that. I would love to see that. Well, it's weird because like they miss Christmas. I I'm hoping there's going to be a Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Christmas special that we've just not seen yet that takes place. Because I mean, it's Christmas. It, the whole series takes place during the, or the first season at least, takes place over that Christmas holiday. So yeah. it's like, maybe there's a Christmas episode. That would be fun. That would be cool. They try mm -hmm. to hitch a ride on Santa's sleigh to get out of there. There you and go. Like, you know, they missed the sleigh. I don't know. This is practically He's writing. Like, Sorry, Kenji. That would be amazing, actually. Don't get to, yeah. Don't get to come on the sleigh. Well, Guys, the, I'm, the I'm, quest I'm is. Aaron, right now. I'm gonna get Santa. Off. Yeah. The idea is that Santa's coming to the island, but they have to find a chimney. Um, and that's the okay. thing is, is everything about Camp Cretaceous is very eco and green and like friendly and stuff. So, one, if we build our own chimney, does that count? And two, is there any building on the island that has some kind of chimney we can set up our festive palm tree next to yeah and I mean, santa does have this unfortunate thing of he's got like a buffet in front of his sleigh so yeah. i mean it's kind of like a <laughs> you imagine very yeah like the pterodactyls flying with the reindeer oh my also, gosh that's that's cool cool so we would take that sleigh out of the sky <laughs> Also, oh, yeah. I know for a fact that Sammy would make everybody do Secret Santa, even though there's like no way to do any gifts whatsoever. But she'd be mm -hmm. like, no, guys, we, ne we need to play Secret Santa. Everyone's a family. Like, that's exactly what she would do as well. Like, guys, this is practically writing itself. After this, we need to get that's in our amazing. and uh, and finish this episode. Yeah. I, I think uh, we smash it. So <laughs> I've got I've got a question more about life on the island. We find out this season that Kenji has rescued some of his hair products from like the wreckage of camp. And like last season, you found Darius's like raptor tooth necklace in the wreckage. Is there something you always pack for vacations that you would like dig through a wrecked camp to find? Ooh. My chapstick. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be good to have on this island, I, especially. I would most definitely look for my chapstick because who needs chap lips? When you're in the middle of like making a plan, you do not need your lips to be like, you know, rubbing together, crusty and dry yeah. and like that. Nobody needs that. Nobody needs them like red and swollen. Nobody. I would look through wreckage for my chapstick for sure. Because I already at that point, we, we would have already looked for a cell phone. Any yeah. type of granola. I always have granola bars and fruit snacks in my backpack, oh, like yum. at all times. So I'm pretty sure we would have already gone through those. I mean, we're already in season three, y'all. We've been there for a while now. So I would look for my chapstick for sure. I mean, who knows? I mean, it, it, like it, we're in season three. The fact that Kenji still has hair products is amazing. Um, so who knows? Maybe <laughs> there's still some uh, of those weird bar like uh the carob bars the carob bars. Bars. bars that that ben has yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't around. know I mean, I mean look we we season two we were looking for all those frozen pizzas to eat 
and we found those and the little copies took them all. But I mean, there mm-hmm. might be some more of those things there. Main Street could be full of surprises, y'all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. The yeah. raft is actually made of Carol bars. Like you don't, you didn't <laughs> know. It's just that's what it is. That maybe I mean, who knows? Maybe um maybe Tiff and Mitch left some stuff behind that we're gonna find and use to our advantage. I don't know, guys. The possibilities are endless. Let's be real. This episode of What's Up Fandom is sponsored by Wild Bill Soda. Summertime is upon us, so why not beat the heat with some delicious craft sodas? Wild Bill's has been creating unique old-fashioned sodas since 2002. Try some of their classic flavors like Rocky Mountain Root Beer, Gatling Gun Grape, Six Shooter Sarsaparilla, Bucking Birch Beer, and Blazing Black Cherry. Or taste some of their newest additions like Strawberry Cream, Blackberry, or Dr. Bill's. Head over to drinkwildbills.com and use code FANDOM10 at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. You can also click the link in the description and get your starter pack today. So grab yourself a nice cold soda and support the podcast. Oh, man. Uh, So we did ask you to uh, grab something from your shelf. Um, yes. and uh, so we can talk about it. So what did you, what did you grab? Like, what is, what is your, your shelf grab? Okay. I have a couple things. So first, just like Meg, Meg had like five I things. Talking I brought about, two. Talking about, the merch, talking about the merch. There we go. This is my, this is my favorite set. And when this came out, I got it for all my nieces and nephews. I love that all the characters are on the side there. There's Sammy there and Bumpy and all of us. And I love this cause it has Bumpy. It has the Indominus. It has blue. I mean, it has Toro, it has them all, so I love this. So this one was one of my favorites. Um, I also, huge thing, all the secrets about me. I have over 500 Funko Pops. Nice. And so I have about 100 here in Texas and about the other 400 in California. So this is one of my favorite ones. Back to the Future is another one of my favorite movies. So I have Marty in the puffy vest with the camcorder. And his life preserver. Why are you wearing a life preserver, dear? Are you on a boat? <laughs> um, and then probably one of my favorite things of all time, Giant Uno, because everything is bigger in Texas. Giant Uno. I love it. Have you played when the you Giant Jenga? A- yes, I have. Oh, those are fun. They're so fun. Whip one well, of those really out need. at somebody, though. Like when you, you need a pack of Texas-shaped Uno cards, and then oh. it will truly be Texas. Yeah, look. I mean, look how huge these are. That's amazing. Played with my family, and uh, when you have like fifteen of them in your hands, it's very, very <laughs> like hard this. to like hide <laughs> them. It's like it's a whole thing. So, so we, love, you know, we're a Uno family. We're like obsessed with it. So we love. Uh, so I have regular Uno, then I have like the different special ones, mm-hmm. and then I have a uh, giant Uno, and then we have the world's smallest Uno, which is about that big. Uh, that'll Terrible. be easy to hide. Just be like. Can't see any of my cards. Yeah, literally. Like, Done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, real quick, when you play Uno, like, do you play like the actual rules, or do you guys play like your own, like, kind of like homebrew rules? Okay, so we kind of. Okay, so when I was on Austin and Alley, there was one of our stand-ins, and his name was Sean, and he kind of played by his own rules a little bit. So, like, we took some of his rules into ours. So we follow most of them, but we do do the um you can build up on the plus two on the draw yes 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 we do do the you can build and we go start the chain start start the chain (laughs) and then so we like to sing that around the table uh we don't do the build on the plus four 
Um, that's oh, okay. Oh, we it's do that. Drop-off. We got somebody with an eight once and it was bad. He was mad. Oh, <laughs> no, we only do the draw twos because I'm pretty sure after that it would go crazy. Uh, we have the version of Uno though, where it's the blank card where you can do whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. And oh, so yeah. we try to keep that within the realm of the rules, which is like switch hands or um, change color, or it can make it any type of draw two or draw four card. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for the most part, those are the rules. Uh, we, we stick to the the normal rules. We try to at least. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my family extra rules is you can choose who you skip with your skip card. So like, even if they're on the other side of you, you can be like, Hey, you're going to miss your next turn. That's good. Um, and also you can play a reverse on your draw cards. So like if the draw eight gets to you and you play a reverse, the person who just put the card down has to now like pick up all the cards. So those are our two family rules. It gets a little intense. (laughs) You guys are like in it to win it. Like you're competitive. We are very competitive. We wow. do the we do the zeros and sevens too. Like if you if you do a zero, then like everybody, you know, whichever way it's going, then you just switch deck. Like you switch hands with the person going, and then the sevens. If uh, you put down a seven, you basically pick whose deck you want. So if you put down a seven, someone's got two cards. You be like, I want your cards, and then like they get all of your cards, and then you get their cards. Oh so, wow! Yeah, okay. it's I'm it's fun. This is awesome. I yeah, love the Meg's hard. idea. That's that's just mean, and I love it, and I want to do yeah. it so much. Wow. Yeah, no, we just do the normal skip. I mean, like, we try to, like, obviously play to the advantage. We try not to do teams. We try to make mm-hmm. it a solo thing, but by the end, if someone's, like, clear, clearly winning way ahead of time, we're like, okay, guys, if you reverse it back to me, I promise yeah. I will get them out. Or we're like, don't put blue. Don't put blue. So yeah. we try to do, we try not to do it, but then at the end of the game, we're like yelling at that point, slamming cards down and stuff. Draw four. Uh. Well, that's how yeah. you know you, that's how you know that you've succeeded in Uno is when like yeah. everything starts off all fun and games. And then at the end, then it's like, yeah, this could break our family. Like, yeah. What we- about when, what about when you guys do the, the, when they yell out, when they put down the Uno card, but then they don't say no Uno, do you guys draw? They have to draw, yeah. Oh yeah, they have to draw. Oh yeah. Like if like, they don't, if they that's don't That's the name Uno, of the game. Then... Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we do that too. Same like Monopoly rules, like, but like Monopoly, you can get, you know, sneaky on it. Like if you land on somebody's property and then like they don't say anything, you just sit there and you're like, maybe they won't say anything. That's yeah. always fun. Yeah. Monopoly yeah. takes a while, but we actually collect Monopolies. So we have uh, we have the Jurassic World Monopoly. We have Scooby Doo. We have um, Marvel. We have Star Wars. Yeah, we have Star Wars. We have the Disney villains. I got the Star have... Trek one. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I've never seen Star Trek. Oh, it's great. You should watch it. You should watch Lower Decks. It's also animated. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch Lower Decks. I storyboarded on that one too. I will check it out for sure. Yeah, oh. I was a my brother was a big Star Wars fan, so we were into the Star Wars. So I've never seen Star Trek. And then I was big into Harry Potter, so I never saw Lord of the Rings, but I mm-hmm. love Harry Potter. So I have to like check out the other fandoms as well and get into other things. Oh yeah, you should check out Lord of the Rings. It's about a bunch of uh, people wandering in the wilderness. It's very Camp Cretaceous-esque. Yeah. Oh, Except instead of a, an Indominus, <laughs> they have like a, a monster of shadow and flame called a Balrog, but you know, just as dangerous. It's, and- they're, they're being, they're constantly being chased. Yeah. Like uh, like Ben season one falling off the monorail. We have a couple dramatic yeah. long falls in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah, that that Ben fall alone when we read it in the script was just like, <laughs> um, that like tore us to pieces. So 
Uh, so I storyboarded the monorail pteranodon sequence in season one. That was like my big season one project. So that was amazing. You. Yeah, Very like that, that. That scene alone, like it was funny because watching with my family, obviously the kids were like sucked into it immediately, but the adults were like, "Oh, it's an animated show, so it's a kids show." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. Just keep <laughs> watching. It's not. It's gonna. It's gonna pull emotions out of you. You didn't think it was going to." And then right when Ben just falls and it's like slow-mo and he's like going down and like the look of just like despair and and just shock mm-hmm. that Darius like isn't holding him anymore oh, and yeah. the look of like Darius just the guilt that's on his face my entire family was like <gasps> is he dead did you just kill him is he gone and I was like I don't know you guys mm-hmm. gotta watch the next episode. Like they were just beyond themselves. And then in season two, when Hap sacrificed himself, that was another one where they were like, "Oh my yeah. god, what, what is going on with this show?" And then of course, <laughs> Happy Birthday, Eddie, in season one. Yeah, that's eaten on his birthday. The kids so were sad. like, "What is this show?" The adults were like tra- traumatized. But I'm Listen. like, I told you guys, everybody can watch it. It's for everybody. It is. And yeah. and in the Jurassic universe, it's very tame. <laughs> if you are an adult who's even slightly rude to a child in Camp Cretaceous, you better watch out. Yeah. The dinosaurs are coming for you. Yeah, they're coming. Your, your hey. time is coming in the form of a dinosaur. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for uh, sure. Rainy, thank you so much for uh, for coming on with us. Thank you, guys. This was so fun. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. We try. Uh <laughs> Uh, I fingers crossed for getting Camp Cretaceous Funko Pops soon. So you oh. can add at least the six campers to your you collection. Go. That would be the dream. I would love that. I literally would just cry. Happy tears. I mean, I'm sure they would do a bumpy too. Like six and a bump. Have, it would, yeah, it would be like either bumpy would have its own or it'd be like Ben with a little side. With bump. a little bumpy. Yeah. I think there'd be two versions of Ben. I think there'd be uh, pre-island ben? ben and then like wild child Ben. A chase yeah. Ben of like the wild child version. Yeah, I would love mm-hmm. that so much with like his little fanny pack and his little carob chips. And then Brooklyn would have like her selfie camera. Yep. To like take all her pictures in. Yeah. Uh, you could do- what would, the, what would the Sammy Funko Pop look like? Ooh, okay. Well, she would for sure have the floral top, her pink headband. Um, What would she hold? I don't know if she would hold something. I think she would- for sure, her cowboy boots would have even more details on them. Mm-hmm. Um, no leather jacket, because we only saw that in, like, the first two episodes, and then that was it. Once the action started, the jacket had to go. Uh, yeah. Ooh, what would she hold, though? I mean, maybe the USB drive or, like, the ooh. DNA test she swept the sinoceratops with. But DNA <laughs> test. I'm just holding a, a, a USB port. Listen, what Sammy holds... She holds the whole team on her shoulders. Therefore, yeah. she has to keep her hands empty in order to go. hug and support the team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I, I can only imagine. I don't know what she would hold, though. Hmm. That's a good one. I'm going to have to think about that one. That, that would be funny, though, if I had, like, a USB port in the back. <laughs> She's just sneaking around like, ah. Yeah, I'm just, like, hiding around in there with, like, a little, a little USB thing. Oh, or what if I had Brooklyn's phone? <gasps> that's it you're holding that the broken be, version of the be, phone that would be what i had yeah i have to have a brooklyn's phone that would be good yeah um so uh so rainy where can everybody find you uh social media wise and uh, feel free to plug anything that you would want to plug you got some stuff coming out 
Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, you can find me on social media on Twitter at Rainy, R-A-I-N-I underscore Rodriguez. And then Instagram. It's funny because my name is not spelled the way that my name is actually spelled. Um, so people get that confused. But it's at Rainy Day Chatter. So it's R-A-I-N-Y-D-A-Y-C-H-A-T-T-E-R. I got that when I was like in the seventh grade and I never changed it mm-hmm. and you know, it's not my name <laughs> that's not how you spell my name but it's fine uh and then on facebook at starring rainy rodriguez nice and we'll put all those in the show notes as well so if you want to uh, you know follow rainy just click on those take it right there um is there anything yeah. that you want to promote just jurassic world camp season three i'm so Woo! excited like i really really so am I, I get excited every season um but I'm really, really excited for season three, just because I know when we recorded it together as a group and then we recorded some, you know, solo quarantine things, it was just like, it was beautiful. And it's a great season. And so many of our characters go through so many arcs and things to um, do. And you learn more about us and, and our character development is just A plus. And the animation is beautiful. Every season, it just gets better and better and better. So I'm just so excited for everybody to see it and join us along on this journey. And be sure to watch it. I'm so, so excited. I can't wait to hear all about everybody's opinions too. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, what about you, Meg? Uh, you can find me at Third Child Art, all spelled out one word on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. And you can also check me out as the uh, temporary semi-permanent game master of uh, Typecast RPG's Star Trek Adventures. So that's twitch.tv slash Typecast RPG uh, and the crew of the USS Horizon set sail every other Wednesday. Nice. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom, on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcasts. All of our episodes available, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Uh, thanks to Wild Bill Soda for sponsoring this episode. Use code FANDOM10 at checkout and get 10% off your purchase. And thanks to 1 out of 10 for the intro and outro for this episode. Uh, check them out on Spotify. They're a dope band from Glendale. Uh, conveniently, where DreamWorks is located. <laughs> <laughs> it all ties in, you guys. It all ties in. Exactly. Uh, and uh, be sure and catch Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 3 this Friday on Netflix. Um, big thank you to DreamWorks for letting us check out the season early. And uh, thank you for setting up this uh, wonderful interview with Rainy. So, Rainy, again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is so, so awesome. Excellent. Uh, So for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. And I'm Meg. Stay hydrated. Oh, and I'm Rainy. And I'm Rainy. There it is. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Unrehearsed. (laughs) Perfect. That was so great.